Welcome back to our living room and to the Life of Garrity podcast. I don't have a fun intro for you today because it just took me 10 minutes to figure out where the record button was. So that's where we're at. time this would be like riding a bike but it's not every time I sit down to record it's like I'm trying to drive a spaceship and I just don't remember what anything is anyway I shut all the windows I am not running the dryer and the dishwasher's not running so I hope the audio quality is okay unless I missed an important step that I can't remember However, Ryan is on a call in the next room over, so I'm hoping you can't hear this in the background. And when I'm editing, if you can, I'm going to have to re-record this. So, thoughts and prayers. All right, today we are talking about frugal February. But first, I want to tell you where I'm at because it's been a while since I've recorded. So, it's been really, really busy and uh, we're going to talk about that, uh, why, why it's been nuts in a little bit, but I am taking some time off for the first time in what feels like 400 years. And today I had an infusion and it really just like solidified that moving forward, I have an infusion every month and every month it's like jammed up trying to send out emails and make phone calls before I leave. And then while I'm at the infusion center, I'm fielding phone calls and emails and then dealing with shit on the way home. And that's just nuts. So after today, I'm like, you know what? No, I need to be just taking that day off, just moving forward. You know, like that's, that's a boundary that I need to get comfortable with. Next up, I talked Ryan into driving all the way to Soho to go to my favorite Italian restaurant, Ruby Rosa. If you're ever in Soho area, it's amazing. They have a really great gluten-free menu, which you know, like a lot of places have gluten-free pizza, gluten-free pasta, whatever, but this is on another level. So it's just a really magical place. And we're actually doing a, this week we're doing what I'm calling a staycation. And I really thought about like, if we were to, and, and this is something for you to think about too. If you were to move away from where you're living right now, and so many people are migrating somewhere else. So if you were to leave where you are right now, like let's say next week you were to move thousands of miles away, think about what you would miss about where you're at right now, right? Like I feel like we spend so much time thinking about being somewhere else when, you know, what if we just enjoyed where we are for all it has to offer? So I was like, all right, so what am I going to miss? That's what we're going to do this week. We're going to go to Rugarosa. 100%. 100%. We're going to order takeout from all my favorite places. Um, <laughs> I can't remember what else we're doing this week. So it's just something that's really been on my mind. It's like, what would I miss if I were to move away? You know, I'm going to miss my dry cleaner. I'm going to miss my esthetician. Shout out to Tamika. I'm going to miss, you know, Whole Foods delivery, which I'm sure is available most places, but you never know. Anyway, Okay. So the topic, I actually, last month, I read a book 
uh, well, on, on, uh, you know, an audiobook about podcasting and I'm like, you know what? They like give you all these guidelines. And at first I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do all these things. I'm going to like implement all of these changes of the podcast. And then now it's been like five weeks and I'm like, you know what? F it. This is my podcast. I can do whatever I want. And I'm grateful that there are still, I checked the analytics yesterday, which I don't like doing because they say as a creator, you should create when no one's listening or even though no one's listening, you know? And so I don't like to check it very often, but I did check it yesterday just to be like, is anyone still listening to the podcast? Like, should I record an episode? And I'm blown away that there's like a group of loyal listeners and I'm guessing I know most of you, but if I don't, thank you for being just weird enough to want to listen to this podcast. So anywho, one of the tips was to have shorter episodes and you know really just like get into it get into the meat of it and not like tiptoe around things as much I guess that's not the right way but to say it but you know what I mean so I'm gonna try to do that over these next few episodes and we'll see how it goes so today I want to talk about frugal February now you may be thinking what is that I don't know I honestly don't have an answer for you I heard someone mention it on a podcast like at the beginning of January and I was like, that sounds cool. And then I tried Googling it and I didn't find anything interesting. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to make it up for myself. Now, let's back the bus just a little bit. Like five years ago, I did this. I don't know if you guys remember a platform called Periscope, but I somehow through like some weird roundabout way found this woman named Danny J. And she was hosting a free 14-day program called Find the Money Project. That program like really made a difference for me. And she goes through different things and she talks about like going through your, your cabinets and looking at stocking up on things that's just like really not necessary. Like how many bottles of shampoo do you have? And now not to say that I don't still, especially with beauty products, I really stock up. And it's completely unnecessary, but it's my thing. And, you know, and now I just know that. However, she has you like really get honest about a lot of these things. There's a bunch of different exercises that she has you go through. And then around that same time, I also did another one called the School of Betty. And it was really interesting. She again, like talks about like scarcity mindset. And she talks about, she has you like really go back and look at like, what are your fears around money? It was, it was really fascinating. And back then, this was right before we got married, we were living on like a really thin budget and had to be super careful about everything that, that we were purchasing. So anyway, then fast forward. Two years ago, I wanted to do something like that again. And we called it No By July. Anyway, when I heard this frugal February, I was like, oh, it's probably something like a no by July, but I'm just going to make up the rules because I don't want to live by anybody else's rules anyway. So one of the things that we did throughout January, and in my mind, mind, I was like, okay, we're prepping for frugal February. Meanwhile, Ryan has never bought into this. I don't think he ever will. He's not about, he does not like to be tied down. And we'll talk another week about how growth looks different for everyone and for me, growth looks like feeling abundance with what I have. And for Ryan, being tied down in that way and having like rules and regulations against what you can spend, like that is not what growth looks like for him. So for me, 
I wanted to prep for frugal February because I thought this would be like a nice mindset reset, I guess. So throughout the month of January, we went through every nook and cranny of our apartment. We cleaned out every closet. We got rid of, I mean, how many suitcases? We're two people. How many suitcases do we need? Like we both use the same suitcases every time we travel. And, you know, so like just all these like basic things. I finally got rid of my ski boots. I mean, it's been years since I've skied. There were just like so many things like that where it's like, no, if we're being really, really, really honest, we do not need any of these things. So we donated a couple of truckloads of donations to either Salvation Army or Goodwill. So we went through and as an architect, this is how I design for other people. I design how my client is going to use the space. Like as you're standing at the sink, you're, you want a trash right next to you and you want a dishwasher on the other side, right? So like there's all these things that we just kind of take for granted that, you know, that's something that an architect like thought through and designed it specifically for you in that way. So I've always been fascinated with tuning in to how I use the space. And then also looking at like, where do I have limiting beliefs about something as small as how I have my supplements organized. And if you've heard on past podcasts, I take a lot of supplements and that is how I keep my Hashimoto's in check. So I always had like a certain routine where I have the basket of everything in the closet. And then once a week I pulled out the giant basket and I would fill out my Monday through Sunday vitamin holders. That was like a limiting belief for me was that like, that's how I do things. But then I thought, what if I rearrange this whole process? And instead, one of the things I did when, when we were cleaning out all the cabinets is I went through and I rearranged our kitchen cabinets to really be like the things that I'm using every single day that I need to reach for multiple times a day. Those are the things that need to be easily accessible. And I'm a short person. So, you know, everything on the top two shelves, is like, forget about it. I can't reach that. Um, so I rearranged everything and I found a new system and it's created so much freedom for me. It's amazing. So all the backup supplements are in the baskets that are in the closet. And then in the kitchen, I have one little area that has everything that I'm taking. And then each morning I just decide what I want to take. That just felt amazing. I don't know if any of that makes sense, but that was kind of part of the prep that I did during July or not July, whoa, January. And one of the reasons why I didn't record anything during that time is because it literally took everything out of me every single weekend in January. So anyway, that's kind of how I wanted to start it. And then coming into February, I wanted to really kind of stop. And it's less about like putting rules and regulations around not purchasing things. And it's more about tuning in and being intentional about like, ooh, I'm feeling like I need this thing. Do I really need that thing? And thinking through it and maybe I'm like, heck yeah, I 100% do or I don't, right? And I can think through. So one example is I have, I am like a sucker for beauty products. I love to try clean beauty products. I love to try new brands just, and I, and I mix it up. Like I just, I mix everything up and it's really, really fun for me. However, I can really take it too far and have so many things. And the next thing you know, I have seven safer deodorants. And it's like, well, maybe you could put five in the closet and like go through these two first, you know? So I'm kind of trying to do that more. And the other thing too is, is I will 
treat myself and get like all of these fun things like like bath products for instance I take a ton of Epsom salt baths and I buy 19 pound bags of Epsom salts on Amazon and then I put in a sprinkle of something fun right I think I talked about my favorite bath products a couple episodes ago but I have like 10 fun bath items right now like it's just it's out of control and I love it I love all of it however next time I'm like oh there's a new bath product I want to try that I need to really check in and be like oh wait you have 17 other Epsom salt situations here that you need to use right so that's a that's a big pitfall for me because then I end up with all this stuff but not enough time to use it I guess and then sometimes I end up feeling overwhelmed where I'm like wow I have a resource for everything I could possibly ever imagine but very little time to actually implement any of these things so that's something that's really been on my mind lately is really getting back to basics and like using the things that i have and really enjoying them so anyway that's kind of where i'm at with frugal february and i think a big part of it for me too is reframing what it means to feel abundance anyway that's been on my mind and the idea about living really well with less because then i can do more good with that money that's kind of a whole other topic so the other thing too that during january when i was kind of prepping for frugal february was really checking it back in on my priorities like okay if i say that this one thing is a priority how can i set it up so that it's easier to use so an example is i got that higher dose infrared mat and i love it like it's really really cool i if somebody were in between the sauna blanket and the infrared mat, I would do the infrared mat for sure. I don't use the sauna blanket nearly as much as I did before now that I have the mat. However, we live in an apartment and that thing takes up space and it's heavy AF. So I have to prep, like if I'm gonna do 7 a.m. yoga, I drag the mat out and I bring it into the office and I plug it in so that when I get up the next morning, it's already ready for me. So I'm sure I'm getting off track, but the bottom line is checking back in on my priorities and making sure that my life is set up for success for the things that I say are a priority. You know what I mean? Anyway, big priority for me lately has been laying in bed under my heat blanket and watching Hallmark movies. So that's where my mental health is at. And let's just wrap up this conversation with a little bit of burnout. So I have, I always felt like the word burnout was just kind of, ugh, I don't know. I, I don't like it. Although the reality is I've, I've been burnt out for a while. And I think a lot of people are, you know, with COVID, we don't have a break. We've been working at home for a hundred years. And anyway, my natural path has a podcast and I'll link her this episode in the show notes, but she interviewed this woman Kate Donovan, I believe is her name. And she is like a burnout expert. And she described what it was. And I was like, oh man, that's me. And I ended up listening to the episode twice so that I could go back and take notes because it's that good. And she talks about how, you know, we talk about like, oh, just make sure you're filling up your cup because you can't pour from an empty cup. And she's like, yeah, that's great to fill up your cup, but what if your cup has holes in it? And she describes it as 
that's what burnout is. It's when you have holes in your cup. And I literally have holes in my cup. Like that is 100% how I feel right now. And I was just shocked when I heard her say that. I was, like I couldn't have worded that better because I do. I do a lot of things. Like I do so much like self-care and self-love. And and I, I have, just like I mentioned, I have all of these resources and and I have everything I could ever dream of wanting in in that category. But yet, why do I still feel so burned out? So there's a lot of different factors. And she talks about like, really going through and plugging those holes because it doesn't matter how much you fill that cup it's still going to keep leaking unless you plug the holes so i'll link that episode in the show notes because it is a must listen it was so so good the last thing she talks about searching for what is enough for me and as an enneagram three that is something i struggle with all the time and I mean, even the last episode that I recorded is, was called Let It Be Enough. And that was like, come, as the year came to an end, that was the big thing that I was working on in therapy was like being able to look back at the last year and say, yes, this is enough. I did enough. I'm, I am enough, right? It's enough. You know, just kind of reframing like, huh, what is enough for me? So it's really interesting to kind of sit back and think about those things. And I also think that when I'm in a state like I am right now, where I'm just completely and utterly burned out, of course, I'm going to have a hard time, right? Like, of course, I'm not going to be able to, you know, feel fulfilled. Or of course, I'm going to want to like lay in bed and watch the Great British Baking Show, which don't worry, we're that's that's the next week's topic. We'll be we'll be covering soggy bottoms. <laughs> anyway, that's all I wanted to talk about today. I'm also going to try to start up my email, my emails again, and just kind of let people know what's going on on the podcast each week. And we're going to talk in a couple weeks about social media. I have so much to say about that. Anyway, I hope you found this helpful or really that, you know, that you're just making it. I don't know about anyone else, but I'm really, I'm really just like hanging on. I'm hanging on for dear life right now. I think a lot of people are. And I have not been into listening to podcasts about people who want to tell me how to run my life. Like I have been very against that lately. And really the only podcasts that I want to listen to are ones that make me laugh such as the podcast. That's really like the main podcast I listen to right now. And um, the only reason why I listened to that burnout podcast was I saw the title of it and I was like, oh no. I just knew in my heart, like that's exactly what I needed right now. So anyway, I don't remember how I end podcasts. Do I say something fun? I guess I can. If you liked this podcast, please rate and review. And if you screenshot it and email it to us with your mailing address, we will send you a fun gift from one of our favorite companies for Sigmatic. All of this information is in the show notes. See you next week.